listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What the fuck is up, everybody? This is episode 61 of The Gregular Show. I appreciate you all for tuning in. We have a very special episode this week. I got a good friend of mine who hasn't been on in a couple episodes. It's Joel Olson. It's me. I'm here and back. Hello, Greg. I don't ever see you. No, we don't We don't see, we don't other see each other. We don't really talk. We don't ever discuss music. So I'm here to do that now. Excellent. Yeah, we've. it's been a while. <laughs> it's been it's, it's it's been since Coldplay. <laughs> they they the Greg heads will remember the real ones. Oh yeah, everybody loves the Coldplay. They'll episode. remember they'll remember the piss they'll remember the piss story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we also did an episode on the Killers, so check that out. And uh, our favorite songs from the 2010s. That's right. So that was like that was like episode four or three or something like that. Yeah, it was. I think it was Shelly, then you, and then. Jeez, uh, it's been crazy, man. It's Time's been, flying. And to think that sixty episodes have happened since then, it's amazing. I know, poor Brendan. He's been stuck with like half of them. <laughs> yeah, Brendan's just like the one dude carrying a rock on his like a big boulder. He's <laughs> like, I'll fucking, I'll be your guest. Like Sisyphus pushing the shit. Right? So, yeah, he's Sisyphus. I just, I feel so bad because yeah, you know, it, it is what it is, but. um... He likes talking about his music. He doesn't mind. I, I, I mean, I can't imagine why you'd mind uh, figuring out what your favorite shit is. Right? Like I, I'm a rankings guy. I mean, we. I'm pretty sure we've talked about the the bracket in personal and on podcast. The brackets and tournaments. Fuck yeah, man! Because it's everybody's different. Like if we went through 15 through one and we had the same exact place, people would be like, "What the fuck?" Right? Like. I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that we'll have like a few overlaps, but I know there's a song in here that like probably isn't going to be on you. I know I have a few songs that aren't going to be on your 15. So it's just kind of like and and when it comes to years, like yeah. you have a vast vast knowledge. <laughs> like I don't remember names of all these different songs and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is my number 2 song." And I'm like, "I've never heard of that." And then you play it and there it is. I'm like, "Oh, that's the song I've heard at work 800 times." Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um and it's funny, you know, speaking of years of listening, um I've probably been familiar with the Goo Goo Dolls work as long as Brennan's been around. And uh you know, they, they formed in... 42 19- years is a long time to know a band. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredible because they formed in 86, so I knew about them before they came up. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was into that underground <laughs> shit. Right. You were like, you were like, there is some artists that are growing in their mother's womb right now that I can't wait for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're, you don't like this, but your kids are going to love it. Right. Um, they formed in 86 in Buffalo. The fucking coldest wow. place on the planet. I didn't know they were a New York band. Hell yeah. Yeah, they, I'm sure they were Bill's fans. Um, you I know. Won't, I won't continue, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's touchy. That's touchy territory. We don't need to, we don't need to go there. Oh, the Bills? <laughs> yeah. The Bills. 
the mafia. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. I don't. I I want to be able to walk out of my house. Right. Tomorrow. I don't want to. I don't want to lose my kneecaps to the Bills mafia. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I feel like my my earliest memory of the Goo Goo Dolls would have been 1998 VH1. Uh, I was doing some fucking promo on like they would interview these guys and they'd have like five minute little segments be like Johnny and Robbie and all these guys are the fucking vocalists behind this new hit song Iris and this shit's (laughs) gonna fucking blow your mind and then boy did it ever and I'll tell you the Goo Goo Dolls are my second favorite band of all time um and it's incredible how like these little isolated memories stick with you over the years. But um, I just remember, you know, watching on TV uh, and they're showing clips from the music video. And he's like, yeah, and we, we were writing in the fucking studio and we were in the apartment and we were writing and it came out. And I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> it did. It fucking did because it's <laughs> on TV now. And the VH1 guy <laughs> is talking about it. <laughs> Like, get lit. Like, this is gospel. Yeah, dude. And I, I, five-year-old me was like, this fucking noise is so much better than the other noise that I've been listening to. I do just want you to know who I am. I do want that. Yeah. Like, all I knew was Barney and shit. (laughs) And I was like, no, man, this Barney shit's lame. I want some fucking Goo Goo Dolls. Like, everything feels like it's broken, man. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Everything was made to be broken. Um, What is your earliest Goo Goo Dolls memory? Mine, um, it was, and actually, I wasn't aware of who they were. I was watching... um, VH1. No, no, I wasn't, actually. So, I first really got access to a home computer... I mean, we'd had a computer at home, but it was really around, like, 2008-ish. And then, like, so it was the back end of the aughts. And for college football, uh, at the end of 2009, they were doing a, like, uh, the last 10 years. Here are, like, the images of the last 10 years in college football. Big storylines, all the different whatever went on. And... Yeah, oh yeah, all sorts of different Tim Tebow stuff, his speech, but it's like this long, it's like this 10 minute video and they do a few different songs, like I'm pretty sure they did Clocks by Coldplay, which is, you know. I can't believe you stayed awake. <sighs> Alright, uh, but yeah, so I saw, or they had Better Days playing, and oh, yeah. I didn't, and I didn't know it was Goo Goo Dolls, but I loved that, like. So take these words and just I and that with the images going on, it just really like struck a chord. Uh, so that was probably my earliest one. Um, and then when I finally heard of them was when I heard Iris on the radio, <laughs> fucking fifteen years after its popularity, and I was like, I've heard this song so many times. I have this new app called Soundhound. Let me, like, I finally, I caught it. I'm going to record it, and I'm going to see what it is. And it popped up with Iris by the Google Dolls. And all I thought was, hey, man, when the fuck did you say Iris in your song? (laughs) Because if you want to have people look up your song, fucking title is something you say in the song. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's such a great such a great song. I couldn't I couldn't help but to sound hound it. And when it popped up as Iris, I'm like, yeah, how was I supposed to guess that? Right. Of all the words in the song. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's uh that's probably mine. Hell yeah. No, it's funny, you know, how um how music touches us, you know, individually. Um and then you were telling me about uh movies. You know, mm-hmm. Treasure Planet. Yeah. And uh, Johnny uh, sings the fucking lead song. Oh, yeah. And when was that? Oh, God. When would you have seen that? Yeah, it would have been... I mean, I can't imagine that it would have been, like, right after it came out. Let me see. So that came. That movie came out in 2002? Yeah. I mean, it had to have been, like, not too long after that. And so that would have been way before I could have even associated, like... Oh, that's a Goo Goo Dolls, Johnny Johnny Resnick. Like I would not have put that two and two together, but um, Jim's theme, I'm still here, dude. I'm Su- still here. Such such an anthem. One of one of my f- favorite uh, Disney movie songs, and I think it's just mostly got to do with I think wh- with why I like Goo Goo Dolls so much. In that, just Johnny's voice just sounds great to me. Yeah. And, like, just as long as there's the right melody, like, it's almost like he's just got a higher probability of hitting for me just because I like his his vocal ability, the way his voice sounds. So when I heard that, it was just, it's like, yeah, that's that's what I like about his voice in that song. Hell yeah. Um I really enjoyed uh, Twister. Twister had Long Way Down in it. The movie, wait, Twister? The tornado movie. I don't think I ever saw that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, spoiler alert. There's a tornado? Yeah, but also, oh, and then there's the cow in the tornado. and <laughs> This will come as some, a surprise. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about a cow going, going up in the tornado to Long Way Down. <laughs> Yeah, that's essentially Twister. Um, I actually don't have the song on my top 15. No, okay. Which I know... I haven't even heard the... Wait, what song is... Oh, wait. Wait, Long long Way way Down. I can't believe I just asked that question because I totally knew what it was. You don't have Long Way Down in your top 15. No. I've heard it so many times. Spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> but we'll it's talk about it. I'm, it's all I'm good. Hey, we'll, yeah, we we will have time to talk about that song. Um, and I will have time to sound unfamiliar with what the subject is because I'm no good at that. Uh, it's all good. Uh, and before we get into the good stuff, um, we like to be criti- you know, critics sometimes. And every song can't be in Iris. Yeah. Um, do you have any songs that you're like, man? Honestly, I have like I have to say it's a lot of the songs that didn't even make it on my list. I don't like and that's a weird answer because it's like there's my top 15 and then all the other songs just fade into the back really for me because the good ones are really good in my opinion and then like songs like I don't know like Am I Gone? I don't even remember anything distinct about it there's just i'd i would say yeah i'd like i really can't even think of 
songs off of the albums that are like really off-putting because it's just like I don't go back to them. Right. Like I'd say that anything I would exclude every, pretty much everything off of Dizzy Up the Girl like for the most part, I don't remember. I remember listening. I was just listening to it last night, and I think "Am I Gone" was one where I'm like, "What the fuck is like?" I just, I don't know. It's it's, it's a skippable song, but like mostly it would be songs off of "A Boy Named Goo," probably. Okay. All right. Um, I had a couple. Uh, there's "Lazy Eye" from Batman and Robin, which, um. You know, this is the one, uh, like, Batman and Robin had a lit fucking uh, soundtrack. Uh, Jules Foolish Games was on there. Um, you know, there was a, another song that used to be good, but we can't talk about it now because somebody got canceled. But uh, Wait, there was a song? Yeah. That's, that's Called some... Gotham City. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Goo Goo Dolls Gotham City. No, it wasn't Goo Goo Dolls. It was a different person. Oh. But, um... Oh, now I see who it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I'm sure you guys can, uh... Yeah, but, I mean, we wouldn't want to piss anyone off. <laughs> or on. <laughs> All right. Um... You know, and it's, it's not a bad... Like I'm saying, these aren't bad songs, but, uh... Just, yeah. They, it's the caught in the breakdown... Caught in the breakdown. It was on uh, their greatest hits volume two, uh, but originally it came from the Batman and Robin movie, which I don't know if you've seen the movie. It's pretty bad. But... Really? Oh wait, is that? I'm trying to think. Maybe my brother had me watch that one one time. Is that the one with the fucking like shark or some bullshit that was... like happens like out at sea? No, that's the 1966. Okay. Batman okay. Movie. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like the one I'm remembering is, like, really old. Bat shark repellent. <laughs> like, yeah. no, Goo Goo Dolls funny. wasn't a twinkle in their mother's eye <laughs> yeah, right at now. that point. But. And, um, the, the other one I want to talk about is So Alive. And people will piss on me for this. but That uh, you hate this song. I don't hate it. I just, I don't enjoy it. Um. There is just that ding, 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 ding. Anytime I hear it, I think of once I was seven years old. And I know that that sounds so bad. But, um, I, I yeah, that song was so, I mean, the song wasn't so bad. It's just, it was so overplayed. I commend, but, yeah. No, you're fine. Go for it. I commend the Goo Goo Dolls on being able to adapt. As you can see, they've adapted over yeah. the last 35 years. Um, and they've been everything from punk to rock to pop to like ballad you know. Yeah, it's just, it feels like at a certain point, like they, they had a brief moment for like maybe 10 years where they were, their sound was good. It was hitting. And then they were like, well, let's try and stay relevant by conforming to what's popular. Like. After, let's see, after Gutterflower, I think. Let me see. I'm trying to look. Okay, wait. No, after Let Love In. Right. 
they put out, it looks like, their volume two of, like, their greatest hits. Didn't put out another album for four years, which, you know, you showed me, and there were a few songs off there that were fine. A song for the rest of us? Uh, yes. There were a few songs off that that were fine. Personally, like, I, um, I really, I started my... Like I, I started working somewhere around the same time that Magnetic came out, yeah. so I had money, and I was like, I had been on iTunes, and I was like, I have money, I can pay for albums. Like that was a hobby of mine, like literally working and then just fucking spending all of my money on iTunes shit. Hell yeah! So I remember seeing iTunes like showing that Magnetic, like I don't know if you remember, like you could like swipe across or whatever as like their promoted shit. Yeah. But I saw Magnetic and I'm like, ooh, like let's see what's like popular off of this. And that's where I heard Rebel Beat, and then later on, come, come to me. of course, come to me. Uh, we of course later discovered that Rebel Beat sounds exactly like some other song <sighs> I can't remember, but yeah. It's from 1993, I'm pretty sure, and uh, we talk about it on our 1993 episode. I'm 99% sure. You're 93% sure. I'm 93% Because, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's so so blatant <laughs> that mm-hmm. it sounds just like the other song. But Rebel Beat, when it came out, was so Like, it yeah. felt like it was so good, and I mean, like, that was my senior year of high school, so it's like, everything sounds good, but, like, it was springtime, and it's this new song with like a like a upbeat like dun, 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 the rebel beat, and at that point I had no appreciation for all their other stuff because I hadn't really looked into it. Right. But I do think that that was one of the gateways back in to Goo Goo Dolls because I had heard of Iris and I had heard Better Days. I don't know if I knew that it was them, um, but like going into magnetic i think that's what actually roped me in in that that summer i heard and listened to like name uh and slide there were there were several songs that were like would have been on the popular part of iTunes, their itunes account right their top 10 yes yeah you know you can look through their popular or whatever the fuck oh yeah yeah. It's funny. I used to be such an iTunes junkie, and then when I moved over to Spotify, it's like it's not even close. Like you like how much more you like Spotify? Yeah. My only problem with Spotify is I wish like the thing is is they have all the numbers. They have all the numbers. Show them to me. Right. <laughs> I want to know how many streams random obscure songs have. Like I don't give a shit about just your top five. I want to know all of them. Yeah. I, I want to know all of the like the songs in popular yes, order. Exactly. Exactly. You have those numbers. Show them. Right. <laughs> That's how I feel about Spotify. But I use it. Love it. It's all good. Oh, yeah. But no, I, I feel you right there, man. It's yeah. true. Um, Just a curious mind like that. Yeah, well, no. I love the numbers. I am a numbers guy. Um, before we get into the 15... Um, Oh, yeah, your favorite album. Oh, well, okay. You, Outside of Dizzy Up the right, Girl. Right, right. Because that's not even We discussed. Dizzy Up the Girl is number one. Number two for me is Gutterflower because Gutterflower is good. <laughs> sure. But 
I was listening to that and Dizzy Up the Girl, and or not, sorry, not Dizzy Up the Girl, that and A Boy Named Goo, and I was wanting to shut off A Boy Named Goo and Gutterflower. I'm pretty sure I made it through like most of it before I was like, okay, time to move on with the night. But I would say that and then maybe like Let Love In and then probably A Boy Named Goo. I haven't listened to a bunch of, like, I haven't listened to the whole album's past Let Love In. So I, it's a little murky there, but I was like, I'm not wasting my time on like an hour of magnetic when I know there's like nothing off there that's gonna show up in my top fifteen. Right. Um, for me, it it's it's actually a toss up between a boy named Goo and Superstar Car Wash. Oh, okay. Which um, you know, Superstar Car Wash was their pretty much their breakthrough yeah. um, CD. It got them like. Um, there were movies, they were freaking like getting shit done. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, once we get to the song that was in the movie, yeah, I think we were on the same page with that. I think so too. Um, and then, of course, with with, with 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 Lolly Poor, yeah. <laughs> some, some have called him that. Um, <laughs> And I'm so excited because, um, yeah, Boy Named Goo, you know, obviously that was, that's where name comes from. And uh, Long Way Down and Naked and all these other great songs. Um, so I, I am really excited to get into the meat of these uh, songs. Right. Um, before what we the start, people came for. Yeah, exactly. They've waited 20 minutes now. Uh, I apologize for everybody who's like, good to the fucking list already. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, we got we gotta go through the motions. So, um, you have five honorable mentions, Joel. Yeah, I have, I have, uh, at my fifth honorable mention, "Feel the Silence." Oh yeah, by the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> off of uh, what is it? Is that off of let? Is that love? Let love in. Yeah. Okay. Want to make sure? Yeah. Um. Uh, that was one that like was barely making the cut just because I think one of the better parts of Goo Dolls is like I've said Johnny's voice and Johnny harmonizing with Johnny just sounds fantastic yeah and that song really like at, it, it did it more than a lot of the other songs in a better way so that's that's how that one snuck in do you how do you want me to go through my top my five honorable mentions? Or you want to go back and forth? Um, I'll have you do your five honorable mentions, and I'm gonna have a little something to say with each song. Just okay, you know, yeah, go for it. A lot of them I probably won't have. That's that's fair. I think because you have a you're you're a much deeper like you grew up with them. I'm more like I came into knowing them later in life. So what about feel the silence for you? Um, I just I love that beginning. It reminds me a little bit of um, If You're Gone by Matchbox 20. Okay. Um, which, you know, it, it's not the same thing, but I, <laughs> I put them together. And I love uh, in the third verse when he's like, Don't know where I'm going, only know where I've been. And it moves through my soul like a hurricane. Like... Just every song, they could sing like a fucking Chinese food menu, and you, you'd believe it. <laughs> I got the Szechuan sauce, and I got waka chicken, and I got... <laughs> yeah, because like, 
I just, I don't know. I, like, you feel it. He, he's got that, like, convincing, like, tone or whatever it is. But uh, I just love it. Yeah, that, that, like, introduction melody, it's so, like, early morning feeling yeah. to me. Like, very early morning, either that or sun setting. And if you've ever heard a podcast with me, that's my shit. It's basically stuff that you hear... At the very beginning of the day or the very end of the day. Something about that to me is really cool. It's comforting. Yes. Uh, 14 uh, would be Broadway. I don't have a ton to say about this one because this is more of like, like I said, there was a lot of stuff on other albums that I wasn't a huge fan of, but like, I like the song. Uh, it grew on me a little bit because when I first heard it, when you proposed this to this uh, this this band podcast to me about th- four, it would have been like four or five months ago because it was like in December. Right. Um, it was right after the Coldplay one. Uh, yeah. I mean, it might have. Yeah, it probably was right after that. Um, I listened to Dizzy Up the Girl and like Broadway was like. Oh, this is kind of a cheesy, like, oh, Broadway is dark tonight. But then it's like, no, but it's like talking about, like, a young man in an old man's bar waiting for his turn to die. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it's the same fate. Like, you're just a young person, like, going through the exact same thing, and you're just going to have, you're just, you're just going to die too. Right, we're all going to the same place at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, So what about Broadway? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not, say not yet. About yeah, because I'm sure. I'm sure that is one of your ones. I hear you playing that one a lot. Um, Thirteen for me is dizzy. Yeah, dude. Just barely above uh, Broadway. Um, just you know, everything you are, it just falls from the sky like a star. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, this one, I fucking it like just comes out of nowhere, like. Boom! Uh, there's a wrestler's theme back, like a uh, tag team, Edge and Christian, from the 90s and early 2000s. And they have nearly, the song is nearly identical. If you guys listen to the... Like, trust me, go look up the Edge and Christian theme and listen to Dizzy. But this song is so fucking good. Um... You know, you're cynical, you're beautiful, you always make a scene. You're monochrome, delirious, you're nothing that you seem. And they just, like, they fucking get, they it's, get it. It's a great start to the album, and, like, that's part of what, like, I was thinking when we were listening to Hate This Place last night, I was like, oh, man, what a great way to close an album. And then when I think of Dizzy, it's just like, it just immediately like it sets the tone for the whole thing. Yeah. It's like you're we're not we're not um we're not gonna like lightly push you in. It's just fucking there you go. Everything. <laughs> it just yeah. It's such a very high energy song. Good hook, and it wasn't like one of their like crazy popular hits. So it like it earns a little bit of favor in that and just not being overplayed. Right, shoved down your throat. Um, but it really, yeah, what a friggin' way to, like, come back after the, I think it was three years. Since, since, since A Boy Named Go? Yeah. Man. And, like, yeah, to think, I, I do like thinking about it in terms of context, just to, like, 
like this. I what would would have I? Do you know if Iris would have come out before this album? Yes. Like um, it would have had to as it like was, a single because City of Angels. Right. It was the lead like single, and it um, they built like the album around that song. Hmm. And then they, you know, started going back to the city. It's all referenced in this behind the music. Um, they used to have the whole thing on YouTube, but some dickhead took it down. And so now there's only this really great four minute clip of them talking about how they wrote Iris. And they say the phrase, you know, 17 times uh, <laughs> in about four and a half minutes. So go look it up if you really want to see them say the phrase you know <laughs> seventeen times in four and a half minutes. It's 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 not it's not much, but it's an honest laugh. <laughs> it's good stuff, yeah. Because if you think about it, it's like every time. Because there's something about it where it's like, I. Like, you listen to their songs, and it's like, they're not that simplistic. Like, I think that at the end of their songs, they really like to rely on, um, like, repeating the hook over and over a few times, which right. I'm okay with, because I like repetition. Me too. But, like, <laughs> and then hearing an interview where it's like, they're talking about their most popular song, and both of the fucking brothers can't stop saying you know. This is like the most eighth grade <laughs> shit you ever seen. Like, like this thing that they would show people when they're like, "All right, speech class. Like, this is what we don't do when you're talking to someone. <laughs> like, you don't say um, you don't say like, and you don't say you know seventeen times." <laughs> But yeah, you don't pick it up like you don't pick it up until maybe the third or fourth, you know, <laughs> and then you really start to. It's know very it. subtle. Yeah, like they do it really because it's such a natural thing. It's like a right. tick. Like I don't blame them at all. Like it, that's the way people talk. It's just right. Like I pick up on the small minutia shit, and then it like eats away at me, <laughs> and know? it's like all of a sudden, holy shit, that's you know? all I'm picking up on. Right. Right. <laughs> they could explain to me, like, all right, Greg, this is how you get laid, and I would only hear you know. You know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was That uh, was dizzy. For dizzy, damn. Okay, uh, let's see. That would have been my 13th. Let's see, 15, 14, 13. Okay, so my number 12 I have as Slide. Wow. I know. That's pretty low, man. Sliding down, I know. Uh, just a little bit too, I don't, I don't know. It felt way more pop-like to me than their other stuff. Um, plus, just, I don't know. Once, like, look, I just, uh, not really about just the song as a whole, but... You know, it's a very catchy song, and it would be a crime for me to leave it off of my 15, because I do like the song from back before I ever heard the lyrics, but, you know, as I've grown up a little bit, it's more like, oh yeah, I like the way it sounds, but, you know, not not crazy about the the message. Right. No, I feel ya. We'll, we'll get in there. Oh yeah, we'll talk about heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure you've got more to talk about with that one, and then uh, 
11. My last one is the big is big machine. Uh, now, um, oh, you're so vain. Yeah, <laughs> this one uh, didn't ever hear it before. Uh, before the proposal and before listening to Gutterflower as a whole, um, but then once I heard it, like it's since become one of my most listened to of them uh via last fm keeping track of how many times i listen to songs so i know that this is one that had to end up on my list because i kept coming back to it but just not quite meaningful enough to me or uh catchy enough to make to quite crack the top 10 I like it. it. It's another one of those, just like Dizzy. It just fucking comes right in. Is that the Ecstasy's all you need, living in the big machine now. Oh, you're so Which, is that, is that, is that like talking about fucking, Jesus, I got the beer hiccups right now. I don't think you're talking about the drug ecstasy. I just think that they're talking about people how we live in a world where, like, with instant gratification due to the way technology works and the way the world's been, that, um, you know, I'm torn in pieces, I'm lying in Yeah, like, just living like the hard shit isn't happening. Right. Because that, that's it's funny. You, you, like, read my mind. That was exactly what I was thinking. I was like... All you need, because I mean, they're talking about the big machine, so it's like what place we, or what part we play in the machine, as they would call it. And then it's like, oh, is ecstasy just a reference for like using drugs to get by being a part of the big machine? But no, I don't think so. But yeah, yeah, but that's so that's my five honorables. Good stuff. No, I I am fucking excited to get to the top ten, dude. Yeah, like oh, we're gonna, because we're gonna have some difference of like where things rank. But I think I think once we get to the top, you know, actually, you know what? I think once we get to the very tippy top is where we're gonna agree. But right. I think there's probably a few I got up top that you're gonna be like, nah, I like other ones better. Uh, what about your uh, your top uh, your five honorables? So my number five is before, you know, speaking of movies, um, before It's Too Late, Sam and Michaela's theme, uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, you guys know him, he's uh, that crazy guy from all the memes and stuff, and uh, I just, I don't know, I remember the first time I watched Transformers, I was on the school bus with uh, the kids, and we were going on a trip uh, from fucking Plymouth and uh, sorry my damn uh, phone's being stupid <laughs> but um, I don't know just it, watching it and uh, you know there, there's feelings man there's feelings and uh, I just love this song you know I'm, I've always been a big ballad guy which I know is cheesy as fuck but uh that's just the way it be, you know? Oh, yeah. Sometimes you just need some dairy. Exactly. Um, I just, I love it. Like, it's very chill. And he starts out, I wanted through fiction to look for the truth. 
buried beneath all the lies. And I just love that fucking line. And then the chorus is great. Uh, hold on before it's too late. Um, but I just, yeah. Um, and then they did the song for the freaking third Transformers movie. Right. The What's it called again? Um, All That You Are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All That You Are. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but that's funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a great fucking, like, great song for a movie about robots that are sent from another planet to try right. to kill each other. where they're going to also talk about being underneath of a robot's testicles. Right. <laughs> or maybe that was the second one. Either way, you set the precedent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was 15. Uh, and then up next is another song from a movie, because I love movies, and I love the Goo Goo Dolls. So we got to bring them together. Um, I'm Awake Now. Do you know this one? Uh, not by the name. This is from uh, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. And uh, it's right in the credits. I've been where the river ran. I'm drowning in a sunless sea. My sleep has got me by my hand. You promised me you'd set me free. Don't fall asleep to a dream. Um, it's just such like, you know, I don't know. It sounds so cool. Like the beginning of it, it's very like dark and creepy. And it sounds just like, oh, you'd be like, oh yeah, Freddy Krueger. That's definitely a scary movie uh, sounding thing. Yeah. You know? And uh, just, I love it. So I'll have to listen to that one afterwards. Because I don't know that I have listened to that one. Yeah, that, oh man, it's it's good. Uh, you got a little bit of Robbie coming in. You can't touch me, I won't sleep no more. You mean that they were willing to do a little bit of Johnny Robbie crossover? Yeah, dude. And not just fully commit to only Robbie? Because he's got the voice of, like, I don't even know what to compare it to. I, I love Robbie. I love Robbie. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely, like... It was one of those things that just, um, I didn't know about this song until I watched the fucking Freddy Krueger movie. And I was like, that's the Goo Goo Dolls, man. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, then I had to seek it out. And I you know, got it on iTunes. And then poor Brennan had to listen to it all the fucking time. <laughs> but uh, no, he loves it. He, he loves the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, my next song is We Are The Normal from Superstar Car Wash. Uh, this was the first song that um, I heard from the album. Uh, I started getting into, um, you know, their deeper shit, uh, not just their hits, because I had bought their damn uh, radio, or their greatest hits uh, CD when I was like 14, at FYE, and uh, I loved it. But I'm like, I gotta, I gotta hear more. I, I need more Goo Dolls, you know? I gotta have it. Um, and this song was actually written, co-written by Paul Westerberg from The Replacements, who, like, the Goo Goo Dolls, that was their biggest influence, I'd say. Hmm. Um, if you ever listen to, like, some Replacements, uh, they weren't huge on the radio, but, like, they got some really good shit. And you can definitely hear it in the, in the music and the voice and everything. Um, but this song is just, it's so great. It starts out with a little bit of guitar and a little bit of violin. 
Like, you don't really care too much violin at the early stage of the Goo Goo Dolls, but I mean, you know, just... It's a beautiful day, I heard everybody say, the sun shines down for all of us. And it's just like, it, it's a feel-good song. And then the chorus, you know, We are the normal, we live and we die for no reason why. And we are the normal, we live and we die. Yeah, and it's just like, they fucking... Uh, He's got a voice that carries... Yeah, dude, he really does. I, I love Johnny's voice. I've always, uh, I, I call it, I, I copy voices when I when I hear them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I'm a mimic, I'm not original. I sure. Just well, I get that. But, like, like that is, he, is his voice, like, the one that you're, like, I feel like I can match that? No, I can't. I couldn't match it, but I'll, I'll well, try. Okay. Okay, but, like, <laughs> I mean, it'd be pretty hard to, like, match. But, like, but like where it's, like, I feel like I can hit the notes. Yeah. Most of the time, I think so. Yeah, that's how that's how I am with them too. That's that's usually the kind of bands that I like. Why Red is like my favorite band is because I'm like, oh, I feel like I can like sing along and like hit. Maybe the notes. that's what it is, dude. It's funny because the range, yeah, yeah. I, I try to match it and just it's something about that music. It I hear it and it makes me feel like the fucking champion, man. Yeah, I'll tell you. right. It's the harm. It's the harmonies. Yeah, like, dude, and. They just, they know. It's like they click a button and they're like, fucking boom. <laughs> they're like, hey, we got a catchy hook. Let's just add Johnny over it in three different, like, octaves. <laughs> in layers. <laughs> it's like lasagna, man. It's like music lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then my, my next one, I have uh, two more. Um, Stay With You from Let Love In. Okay. Um, fucking love this song. This was... This was a big hit on the radio for for a while back in like 2006. And I'll stay with you. The walls will fall before we do. So take my hand now, we'll run forever. I can feel the storm inside you. I'll stay with you. <laughs> and just like, that's another song. Just fucking start. <laughs> like, yep. Dude, I, it's that so was, good. That was down to my top 17. Yeah. And that one just barely missed the cut, but yep, that just, is a good one. See, and the ones that I missed, you'll have, and the ones that yeah. I really <laughs> missed, I'll have. Definitely. That's the way it works. But, um, God, this is this is one that they do pretty early on in their set, usually when I see them. I've seen them six times in concert. It would have been seventh, but we won't talk about why that happened. Anyways, uh, 2022, folks. <laughs> Uh, hopefully we'll be able to Only go a back year away. in 2022 if we're really lucky. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then my last song uh, is one of my favorite things to be, Naked, A Boy Named Goo. Um, I'm sorry for the visual, folks, but uh, this is another song that just, you know, it's very college It sounds very college Like, I would have listened to this in a dorm like with fucking pizza on the wall and like beer on my fucking table. What are you, a Polly Shore character? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um, and this is that one where they're like, You're naked inside your fear. You can't take back all those years. Shots in the dark from empty guns. Never heard by anyone. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just, it's a fun fucking song. Like, 
I call it the precursor to um, Here Is Gone because you feel a little bit of that instrumental where it's like ding, 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 ding. Uh, now I'm just doing Here Is Gone, but if you listen to both songs like back to back, you'll hear it. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of songs that we can do that with. Right. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I, g- I got that boom, boom, boom. boom I got that boom. boom. <laughs> Oh man, I've ruined music for everybody. <laughs> I I do apologize, but yeah, oh, shit. It's like I just I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's like the dead zone. You ever watch that where Christopher Walken he grabs the hand of somebody and he sees how they're gonna die. <laughs> You're walking in the woods and then you trip on a on a stick and then you die. Um, that's me listening to a song. The end. <laughs> the end, yeah. The fin-, fin. And that's me with songs. I'm just like, wow, this song sounds like this song. <laughs> <laughs> the Christopher Walken of Goo Goo Dolls songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, that's, that's my number 11. Um, uh, so, you know, whenever you're ready, we'll m- go 10. My Diaz. Number yeah. 10, I have Name off of the boy game Goo. Another one that I'm guessing is a little bit lower than yours. Uh, but, yeah, um, when it comes to Goo Goo Doll songs, I think I'm more of the stuff that I can, like, really crank up uh, and listen to that way. Which, Naked, you know, I or, sorry, not Naked, um, Name, I guess you could do that too, but it's a very, like, slow song. Very acoustic, um, minimal, so wasn't exactly my type of thing, but um, again, like another one when I first heard of Goo Goo Dolls when Magnetic was coming out, that was one of the songs that I downloaded and listened to, and so it's kind of just got that special place for me, but feel like I like the other some other songs a little bit better. Sure, sure, that's fair. Um, I will not comment on it. We will talk about <laughs> for, it later. For, for later for later discussion. Yeah, um, my number ten um, is falling down. Really, that low, huh? Yeah, I mean, I just you know, <laughs> these guys are so fucking good. Like, I I couldn't place it any higher. Uh, there are just nine other songs that I I love so much more, but. This is also off Superstar Car Wash, 1993, the year I was born, and the year that Son-in-Law came out, starring Polly Shore, <laughs> and, like, you know, I'm not used to hearing, like, good music in random stoner comedies uh, <laughs> in the 90s, um, so, you know, the scene where Carlo Giugino goes through um, the dorm, and she fucking sees Polly Shore, and Brendan Fraser's there. Fucking playing uh, his Link from Encino Man, uh, which is another great Polly Shore film. Uh, and this fucking song is playing. And I'm like, holy shit, that's the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, and, it, you know, it was great. Uh, You're making me fall down. I'm falling down again. I wish you could fall down. Can you catch me, darling? <laughs> and I just, I love it. It's like, it's got a great, like, I don't know. That's a good driving song. 
it's a great driving song and it's it's fucking cool it's a cool song like i don't know and it's simple it's not like a crazy like thoughtful song (laughs) but just it works and uh the paulie shore movie uh, appearance definitely helped to well, you wanna go? Yeah. What you doing to me? It's all I ever wanted so, so far, far gone. Fucking <laughs> love it. Great song. Uh, my number nine is Let Love In by the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> Off of the same album. Of, yes, by Let Love, off of the album Let Love In. It's very, uh, I don't even know how you would describe that kind of a song. It's it's a very songy song, like, yeah. oh, like, like, every song ever has dealt with love and letting love in, and so it feels a little bit basic in that term, but, like, I mean, I kind of like the, the hook of it where, um, uh, like, it kind of, like, it, you know, the end of fear is where we begin. It's talking about him being a, a little afraid of, like, showing up at this girl's doorstep. And he's, like, knocking on the door of this angel. Right. And, like, that's the song. And it just sounds great. Just a really good song. Catchy. Little simplistic on the name or what subject matter, but still a good song. Dude, I fucking, and I don't have this on my list, which I know Brendan was, like, baffled. Right, Brent, that's, like, Brendan's favorite song. He loves this song. But um, that beginning where it's, like, fwah, 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 I, like, I love that. I don't know what it is, but it's, like, it sounds cool. Um, and this is one of those songs that, yeah, I just, I have a couple other uh, Let Love In songs. But, yeah. um, but you're not yeah. mad. Just, yeah. Uh, Sympathy. Okay. Sympathy is one of those great acoustic songs that um, blew up on the radio right around 2002. Mm. And um, everybody just, I don't know. I feel like it's one that goes in the wayside. Hmm. Uh, When it comes to Goo Doll songs, people don't really think about it much. It's kind of the it is kind of one of the forgotten tracks, I guess. I mean, it's it's listed as like the one of the more popular ones, but like when I listened to it back over, I was like, I was like, yeah, I recognize this tone tune, and it feels like one of the reasons that I don't have that one coming up is like it felt a little bit canned, like just like stranger, I, something about the hook and melody felt a little bit too basic, but I really did like the like the. There's very there are parts that I like of that song that are better than others, but that's why that one didn't get mine. Yeah, dude, I just like I would have been nine, eight or nine when it came out, and that was like the continuation from um, Dizzy Up the Girl. Mm-hmm. See, there was nothing between '98 and 2001 or two oh, or whenever that came out. And so... And that was off of the first album you bought from them, right? Sympathy? Well, yeah. Was Gutterflower the first album you got? Uh, I got their greatest hits first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's funny. I uh, I went to FYE and I'm like, I gotta expand my music collection. Because I wasn't, like, huge into music at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, you know, music was you always like music, part of my but... life. But it wasn't like the... Um, 
Right. It wasn't the driving force it is today. Hmm. Uh, and this song just like fucking. Yeah, it was. It was on the Greatest Hits album, and I'd listen to that Greatest Hits album going back and forth to college, like at least once or twice a week. You know, that would be on rotation with my Todd Westbrocket, my Google or uh, Gin Blossoms, and um, all kinds of shit. <laughs> but just you know, I I love how it starts out. He's like. Stranger than your sympathy, and this is my apology. I killed myself from the inside, and all my fears have pushed you out. And like it just goes, you know, pretty much flows the entire time. Yeah, it is a very they don't really take the song. Yeah, it's a consistent song, and then it just kind of ends. Yeah. I mean, it is such. It is a very good song. That was that was another one that was like make barely missing the cut. But yeah, for me, for me, it's no dog. <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> like, and that's the nice thing about these lists. I feel like we're covering gonna, the ground. You're you're definitely like, because I feel like if you if you haven't listened to this song up until now, you're probably not gonna have it. Unless you have my number eight bulletproof anywhere above there. Bulletproof for me, it's so much about the chorus and like kind of the guitar riff in between going from the chorus to back into the verses. Like, just something about that and the chorus. It makes up for the she wants to shake with me, <laughs> which is like the most songy song words you can ever say in a song. Right. She wants to shake with me. Basic. <laughs> but the just all the other shit. Um, the hook is great. Um, I could si- I could sing that forever and. Again, cranking it up on the radio, or not necessarily the radio, but the Bluetooth. And as I'm on the highway or some shit, like, that makes for an easy breezy three minutes and 49 seconds or whatever it is. Would you come my My way? Did you but not till the end? Would you come my way? Shouldn't listen when you call. My name, dude, dude. That's that part. It's yeah. that part every time for me. That's a great fucking song. It's funny because that and um, hate this place. Okay, yeah, you that's know. exactly right. That's exactly Those right. Like the same. That's song. exactly fucking right. It's Thank so you. So true, and it's funny because I want to say that you, I want to say that hate this place is the one that made your list and bulletproof didn't. <sighs> You're gonna be really sad. Now, I have five songs from Dizzy Up the Girl. On, or how many? One, two, three. I have five songs from Dizzy Up the Girl. So on, I want on my list. I'm trying to make a because I haven't heard you say. I think I feel like I know which ones are coming, but yeah, and it sucks because like that is obviously their best it's, album hands down. It's so clear. Even fucking like I love January Friend. Reach, you know, reach. But like, it's so good. It's just funny thinking about like Robbie, like as like a five year old, like trying to get some cookies off of like some shit. He's like, uh, <laughs> that's a great visual. 
shit. With his long funny. fucking hair and glasses. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so that was my eight. Bulletproof. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Number eight. Um, My number eight is the first song from Dizzy Up the Girl, Acoustic Number Three, uh, which is a song that they don't say that in the song. Of course not. At no point are they... That's the whole theme of Dizzy Up the Girl, is let's just name shit after stuff we don't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But, yeah, could you imagine if they were just like, acoustic number <laughs> Right in the middle of the song. That would have been amazing. Or, right, like, ad-libbing it, like, in between the verses. I don't even know what... I can't even remember what the words go, but, like, it's fucking acoustic number three. Can you even look at me? Acoustic number, number three. three. <laughs> I mean, I just wrote it right there. But, uh... This is one of those, you know, it's a pretty acoustic song, as the title, you know, suggests. To the third, to the third degree. And, uh... It's, it's acoustic third it's degree. It's fucking sad as shit. Like, have you... You've heard it. I've you heard know. it, yeah. They played it at the first Scooby Dolls concert I went to, and I wasn't, like, woke enough to appreciate it, because I didn't know the song at the time. But then, over the years, I was like, God, that's, like, fucking their eighth best song. <laughs> And uh, and I feel that in my heart, <laughs> dude. Eight. Just like it's it's such a heartbreaking perspective. Um, and I wonder where these dreams go when the world gets in your way. What's the point in all this screaming? No one's listening anyway. And then what's the point? Never trying. Nothing's changing anyway. Like. I don't know, it's just it's fucking depressing, but I love it. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, number eight's worth. Yeah, it's it's my eighth favorite Google Doll song. Can we pause? I have to piss. Oh, yeah, dude, Thank sure. You. I'm, uh, yeah, man, so um, what's your number seven? My number seven is by the Google Dolls. Uh, Here is Gone, off of Gutterflower. All right. Yeah, um, that song, it's, again, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Sympathy for me, where it's just very consistent over the, throughout, um, I really enjoy the whole song, um, it's not quite as, like, rock and uppy as I like, but, you know, I enjoy the whole song. And it was really hard put it for me to put this song above Bulletproof because of how much I love that fucking hook. Right. But it, it managed to beat it out just because as a whole, I think I like the verses and hook more than I like the verses, both verses and hook for Bulletproof. So here is Gone at number seven for me. Number seven. Excellent. Uh, my number seven may be a little controversial because I feel like some people would put it up a little bit higher. Hmm. But uh, this is off the album Let Love In. Better this, Days? This is Better Days. Okay. Uh, dude, this fucking just song just starts out. And it's funny because piano songs don't usually hit too hard. Like piano intros. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You're just like, oh yeah, it's like mm -hmm. another piano song. This fucking song, like, is a gut punch, man. Like, and 
You asked me what I want this year And I tried to make this kind and clear Just a chance that maybe we'll find better days So I always equated it with a Christmas song And I apparently yeah. did it too when they released their Christmas album Oh really? And then they... <coughs> I didn't know it was on a Christmas album Yeah, it's the one that the kid sang the whole song And we were waiting for Wait, the Goo Goo Dolls to come in What? <laughs> remember the little kid I remember sang. the little kid singing that song, holy shit And like, the whole time I'm listening to that I'm like, and then the Goo Goo Dolls And then the Goo Goo Dolls come in And then the Goo Goo Dolls come in And <laughs> they never this is came always the worst version of the song But, um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is And I remember like Christmas of 2006, dude that was such a fucking lit Christmas for me. Mm, really? Like, when it came out, like, you, what, did you hear it on the radio bunch? Oh, yeah, dude. But, like, and it, it was funny because it did hit big around the holiday season. Of course. And I just, going back to, like, that Christmas, uh, I got my SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. I got, like, a bunch of shit my parents got us. And uh, I just, I remember, like... That was such a special Christmas. It would have been my first year of high school. Like, I don't know. I just, I loved, I loved it. And uh, I probably logged about three hours on the damn PlayStation 2 that day. But, um, yeah, memories like that, you know, just stuff like that. And also the, the sentiment of the song. I also feel I also feel like that melody is sort of something like just inherently nostalgic about that. That's yeah. like, it doesn't have to be that you remember that song. It's more of like something about that melody is like, uh, rem- think back to like simpler times. Right. It's a very innocent song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so take these words and sing out loud because everyone is forgiven now because yeah. tonight is the night the world begins again. And it's a powerful fucking song. And then the very end where it's like, and it turns into under pressure. <laughs> no, but, you know. <laughs> I wish everyone was loved tonight. Like, that is the, to me, that's the um, fucking Coldplay song. That's their Coldplay song. That's the fix you of the Goo Goo Dolls, right? Where it builds up. I don't know if it. I I would say I think Fix You's got that like because it almost changes into a different song. Right. It's like I don't even know like what is that? They're playing an organ at the very beginning of that song, and then it's like. I don't feel like there's that quite of a tone change, but it does pick up with like so these were and like the thing that was so uh like light and it wasn't in your face before. It's like now it's like so take these motherfucking words. Take these motherfucking words off these motherfucking planes. That's right. Snakes in a plane came out around the same time too. All right. So yeah, no, it's funny. Um, just, yeah. It's like, that's, that's one that takes me back to my early teenage years. Oh, yeah. Um. And that brings us to number six. Six is, um, it's not that unusual to fall in love with anyone or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Right. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that unusual off of A Boy Named Goo by the Goo Goo Dolls is my number six. Um, wow, if, if that isn't the epitome of turn up the, the volume and just drive on the highway. 
It's funny you say that because I think of falling down when I think of ain't that unusual. Do you? Yeah, a little bit. The, I will say uh, through the listening, it's like I don't really even mind that song sounds similar because it's just kind of like the way it's gonna be. Like, there's a reason it's like gotten so homogenized and like like stuff sells for a reason. Right. So like I don't really care, but it is funny with listening to Goo Goo Dolls like hearing a song and then like being like oh here's the other Google Dolls song and like singing along to that but it's the wrong song right. <laughs> you've ruined music for me <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah um yeah ain't that unusual perfect song to, to just blast on the highway yeah man i i love the line Cause all we are is what we're told And most of that's been lies yes. It's like a made-for-TV movie And I just blew my line mm-hmm. Like Yeah, the most, of the, the most of that's been lies thing Is like my probably one of my favorite lines too Yeah, they were raging against the machine back in the day Oh yeah Man In the most soft punk rocky way possible Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have a Green Day, American Idiot, and then you have Ain't That Unusual, You're right. the Groovy Dolls. <laughs> Ain't That Unusual by the worst band name ever. Oh, man. <laughs> but um, I just, I love it. It's a great song. Yeah. It's not on my top ten, but, yeah. It, it would have been 16. Um, let's see here. What's number six? Mm-hmm. This is where Broadway comes in, dude. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, people hear Broadway often during the NFL season. Mm-hmm. But people probably don't notice it. Because they always play it when they're going to commercial. Like, just the guitar riff right, ding, bef- ding, right, ding, 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 ding. right before they go in. Broadway is dark tonight. Like, right before that part. And just like, this song, you know, talk about a driving song. This is a driving song for me. Like, see the young man sitting in the old man's bar, waiting for his time to die. Man, like, it's just such a good fucking, it's a fun song. Like, it is a bouncy song. And between the instrumental and the words and like, I don't know, that's a party song right there. Waiting, we're all waiting for our turn to die. Fucking yeah. drink. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fucking falling down. <laughs> we're, it ain't that unusual. <laughs> God um, damn it. I mean, those kids probably thought they were bulletproof in that yeah. big machine that they live in. Yeah, they got really dizzy. <laughs> yeah, man. All right before they slid down a long trail of alcoholism. <laughs> a long way down. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Yeah, now they're just feeling the silence. <laughs> uh, but we better we better stop making puns before it's too late. <laughs> All right. Um, I, like my iris, have number four. <laughs> Sorry, number five as long way down. Boom, here it is. And I have to say, doing most of the legwork is your friend Jeff's video. <laughs> That will forever live in infamy only in my mind and yours. <laughs> because no one else has ever seen it. But it's very funny. <laughs> and every time I watch it, I'm just like happy that I know about it. 
It's like your little secret serotonin. Because I'll literally just be like listening the long way down. Not crazy often, but like when I hear it and then I just think about the video and I'm just like, it's so fucking stupid. But <laughs> something about it yeah. is so funny. Um, it's the timing, man. It's right. The timing <laughs> Right, and the deliberation that like, like we're gonna put in so minimal effort of like differentiation, but like it works. Yeah, but just it works. barely, and we're gonna time it up. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing when he made it. Oh, where we are, it's all that we see. God damn it, so great. Um, uh, but, this, but the song, too. <laughs> You're right. The song is pretty freaking good. Another one of those like hard rock Goo Goo Dolls songs. I feel like, as far as the top of my list goes, this is their hardest rock song. The hardest rock on QW10 Goo Goo Dolls. 6.9. <laughs> right, 6. <laughs> 4-20. Nice. Oh, yeah, yesterday was 420, everybody. Merry Blitzmas. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what was your five? Yeah, dude, my number five here is gone. Two spots up from uh, you. But um, this is one that I was playing a game of uh, The Sims one day uh, for the PlayStation, and some song came out. I was like, is that the Goo Goo Dolls? And this is the song that I thought it sounded like. But I couldn't even go back to it, to be honest with you, and tell you which one it was. Like, the game or the song. Or so you heard a song that wasn't Here Is Gone, and you're like, I want to listen to Here Is Gone? Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, man, this sounds just like fucking Here Is Gone. But, um, dude, it's like it's like a sad breakup song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you and I got something, but it's all and then it's nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, is their version of, you know, but right in, song. in songs, like, yeah, but, um, and, I just, and, yeah. and I want to get free, talk to me, I can feel you falling, and I want to do be all you need, um, how here is gone. That's fun fact. That sounds exactly like a uh, a Coldplay song. Really? Yes. Oh fuck! I think I want to say it's like MMIX or something like that. Cue that up for after the show because I want to hear that. I have to show it. Um, It's off of Milo's Iloto, but um, it's really funny. Every time I hear it, I think of that. But because it landed so high on my, I mean, it landed in my top ten. It's kind of like being like, yeah, but fuck that Coldplay song. Like, <laughs> that Coldplay song sounds like this song. Exactly. <laughs> it's just I heard the Coldplay song first. Right. Um, but yeah, that one's, uh, yeah, that one deserves any placement on any list. I just, yeah, I'm not the one who broke you. I'm not the one you should fear. We've got to move you, darling. I thought I lost you somewhere, but you were never really ever there at all. And I fucking feel those words. I have gone through so many fucking bullshit relationships that failed, and that's what happened. And it's like, 
fuck. I feel it. I feel it's that like, soul. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> they get it. They they live rent free in You my know, body. Johnny. You know. No, you know. He knows. <laughs> he knows. We all know. And he's just there like like brushing his hair off to the side with his fucking net whiplash neck like fucking you, you know. <laughs> you know. But, God yeah, damn! God, that is that's a song that really speaks to me on a deep level, <laughs> like like the story that SpongeBob told Flats. Right. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, yeah, that's we're cracking the top five now, baby. All right. Yeah, this is this is number four. Uh, my number four is falling down. There you that go. one is one I didn't even hear until you uh, you showed me it. It would have been. Right before the COVID one nine, yeah, and we were, I want to say, like on our way from TGI Fridays to the Racino. Yep, we were like literally pulling out, just about to get onto the highway, and this song came on, and uh, I recognize like your your car has the the song title and the band title, unlike my car playing up there and I was like Google it all song interesting never heard of this song and I liked it initially and it was at the time kind of like a um it was like the equivalent of like underground to me because I'm like I've never I'd never even heard of superstar car wash I'm like what kind of a bullshit fucking name for an <laughs> album is that <laughs> but like listen to that song over and over a few times and then like just even like in the last few months like preparing for this like I just recognize that, like, this is definitely one of their better or my favorite songs. Like, I don't really care about artistic quality, but just, like, listening to it over again, impact and, like, recogni- recognition that this was probably a song that, like, helped move them further and further into, like, what allowed them to be the Goo Goo Dolls. It's a very... It, it was, like... The first building, like the first big building block to like to grow off of. Hell yeah, and uh, that you know appearance in Son-in-Law definitely helped. Oh yeah, yep. Hearing that, yeah, hearing that in Son-in-Law moved that up a few notches. Isn't it funny? Because yeah, I know. Like it, it, I never heard it on the radio. I never heard it anywhere outside of Superstar Car Wash. And people just don't know these songs. Like, no. They're just underground, underappreciated. It's and, right before they got popular. I mean, that would, like, I feel like, what was that, 91? 93. That was 93? Yeah. So dude. five years before Dizzy Up the Girl came out. I mean, like, yeah, so that's like the makings of stars. But um, I just, I freaking love it. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great song. That was number four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some guff from some people. Because if you go on the sidewalk and walk up to 100 people and you say to them, hey, what's your favorite Goo Goo Doll song? You know what Like most of them will say? Uh, is it the one about your eyeball? Iris, number four. Iris is your number four, okay. This is the first Goo Goo Doll song I remember. Um, and it has a very special place in my heart. But I also know that it's been very um, saturated uh, in terms of other people's playlists, other people's 
like it lives rent free in other people's heads. You see the Facebook posts, almost like almost like bastardizing it, where it's like it's not even important that like the meaning of the song is just like oh, it's it's the popular thing, right? And the Google, in my mind, the Goo Goo Dolls deserve so much more than the love that they give for Iris. Yeah, you know. Um, and I, obviously I'm eternally grateful for it. It's my fourth favorite Goo Goo Dolls song, but, um, just, you know, what a fuck. And it's in from City of Angels, the mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage film that everybody loves. Happy endings. We love happy endings. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just fucking like, I remember being a kid and hearing it for the first time and you hear that guitar like it didn't sound like anything else it's like so it's like such an emotional song like yeah they just they they like caught lightning in a bottle like i feel like that's a song that like everyone recognizes and like it's it's not some sort of like beautiful like masterpiece in that could necessarily be compared to something like a bohemian rhapsody but like i feel like that's a song that everyone fucking recognizes Everyone knows about that song. It's a it's a piece of our lives <clears throat> for sure that you can't get back. Yeah, like I don't really know what there is to dislike about that song. Right, and it's just you know the only thing I don't like is when the radio edits out the da 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 da. Oh right, just to shorten it and sell right to sell more. Right, because that's what's annoying is using it just for money. But dude, that fucking line, you know. And you cannot fight tears that ain't coming Or a moment of truth in your lives When everything feels like the movies Yeah, you bleed us to know you're alive Like, that's the best God. fucking Dude, shit. it really does That's like, the meme where the guy's like, ah, screaming with the dial turned up Or like the, the cat that's like singing like um, what is it? Where's Virginia? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's me. That's just, man, what a fucking experience. Yeah. That, like, yeah, you're right. Like, that is, that song deserves to be their their biggest song, but, like, they just, they deserve to be recognized for more than just the song. Like, they, they have songs that are just as good, if not better. It's just, that's the one that, like, it caught everybody's ear. Yeah, it's it's basically the like it's an anomaly. It feels raw too, like like I don't want the world to see me. I just want you to know who I am. Right? I don't know. There's something about the way that he puts the words. Like he is a like I, I'm just just listening to different songs. I'm like, I can't believe he like thought about putting it that way. And I don't have I for some I'm a little I'm a little drunk ish. Barely lightweight drunk. So I'm not like pulling stuff off my memory, but I'm like I know that like he's put stuff in a way that I'm like I like he words it in a way that sounds great sung. Yeah. And I I can't believe that he ever suffered from writer's block, like they say in the VH one. Yeah. You know, go you know, look up Google the, you know. behind the music and you'll see it. Yeah, like that's four minutes you won't won't regret m- missing or not having. You know, that's a good four minutes to spend. Yeah, like I've probably seen it four times in the last week alone. 
I, I wanted to watch it right before this because I wanted to have kind of a Google Dolls theme going into this, but it didn't quite happen, but it's all good. We can always watch it after. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to. Um, and, and my number three was Iris, so I'm feeling like we could just kind of like go off of that. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you have anything we, you'd like to add? No, nah, not, I mean, not really. Like, pretty much that's it. It's just like, it's such an interesting, like... I don't know. I don't know what other people's opinions of it that would be negative, um, but it's just very catchy, um, and you don't hear you just don't hear songs like that. Right, right. They are once in a lifetime songs, uh, once in a band cycle for sure. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I guess they didn't like. They made the most of it. Like, that was their peak, but. You know, they still managed to put out Gutterflower afterwards, which, like, had some songs to gain some popularity. But, you know, like, it's not all about sales. <laughs> right. And, I mean, they've definitely, you know, reached commercial success with basically every album since. Um, you know, I've, I hear them on the radio. And as far as I'm concerned, radio play, like... Mm-hmm. Extended radio play, not just oh, this check out this song from this band for like a week. For God's sake, we wouldn't have a song <laughs> as revolutionary as "So Alive" right. without Iris. <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, that's you funny. can you can thank Iris for the fact that we have "So Alive." You can make it on a wish if you want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God damn. You know, it's not a terrible song. I just I, I don't know. You know me. I it's, I hate today's music. Yeah, I'm, I'm grandpa. Well, it's I mean, especially when it's like you've known what they were before, and then it's just like okay, like right. It sounds like an Imagine Dragons song too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, it does. I'm waiting for the radioactive course to kick in. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not nice. But, um, number three. I saw it because I I think I know exactly what your top two are. But um, yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, you probably do. My number three is slide. Okay. Um, you know, it just starts out with that riff. Could you whisper in my ear the things you wanna feel? I'll give you anything to feel like I'm man. Do you wake up on your own? Wonder where you are. I live with all your thoughts. Like, I, don't know, I, don't I want to wake up where you are. We're gonna get I copyrighted. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't say that. anything at all. So why don't you slide? Like, fuck, man, it feels so good. It's just such a feel. And I know the subject matter is. You know, oh, pff, I don't. Like, don't this you is your list. Laugh, you kill. Like, I, yeah. No, that's all good. People don't pick up on that. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. Because right. that was a, that was another song in like 2013, and for some like I don't know why I never I would never have thought that it would really matter, but for some reason like when it came to my list I was like I don't know I didn't I didn't feel like that, but you know obviously I still recognize how fucking catchy that song is, and I always sing along to it. Brendan roasts me all the time because he's like, oh, what what you fucking love slide? And I'm like, dude, it's a good fucking like. As much as Iris was played on the radio, Slide was played on the radio. I feel like I feel like they were like, hmm, there's Iris and there's Slide. Well, Iris is the better song. 
so let's play slide. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, um, yeah, I, I, my favorite comedian, Chris would always be like, (laughs) he was like, oh, you know, girls don't like the, you want to get married. (laughs) He didn't, he did not understand the meaning of, like, the song or, like, anything like that, but it was always funny to me that he'd be like, he was like, girls always talk about wanting to be like, oh, you want to get married, but they're like, nah, I want to go hang out with my friends. Like, <laughs> that sort of shit. But yeah. that's not, that's neither here nor there. Um, and I just, yeah, it's always been one of those songs that, you know, I'd hear it at work. I'd he- and oh, when yeah. I'd hear it at work, I'd be like, fuck yeah. And then I'd get like a Feel good about it. They'd come through my line and I couldn't. <laughs> You'd be like, mm, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I'd just be like, mm, 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 mm. But, uh, yeah, what a fucking great song. Um, And then we're down to the top two. Top two. Top two. There are no better songs than this one, Better Days, by the Google Dolls. Um, Yeah, this is, I feel like, did I already talk about, I already talked about the images of the decade with college football. That's that's where I learned this song from. Yeah. it was, you know, we talked about how the emotional impact of, like, the the piano, like, they really tapped into their Elton John and, like, made an impactful, like, I don't even know what you'd call that, like, a chord progression or something. Yeah. But, yeah, it just worked super well. Love, I, I'm, I like the simplicity of it, like, no crazy long verses or anything like that. And it gets right back into the part that I like, where you're taking these words and these singing out loud because everyone is forgiven now. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny, I'll, I'll love you, Jenny. Please stop leaving me. It's the sixth fucking time. All right, Jenny, I'll take care of the AIDS, baby. It's so sad. Um, So my number two is... Fuck, I think it's like your number 13. uh, Name? Is name your number two? Yeah, name is my number two. Shit, that was... Yeah, that was fucking 11. Fuck, 11. Shit. Or 10. No, 10. 10. Okay, 10. I can't count today. Um, what, you can't remember back to 30 minutes ago? Right. Fuck. No. With a list you haven't looked at? Right. <laughs> um, this song is so, like, beautiful, and no wonder it was, like, their first big hit. Um, I just have such a love for it, and I probably heard it as a kid, before, obviously, before, like, 1998. I just never really picked up on it. But of course, it blew up after 1998. After the Goo Dolls, you know, blew up and oh, really? Like even after, uh, even after Iris, was that like uh, a thing where Iris was popular, and then it's like because their name was gaining traction, that song got popular? Yeah, well, huh. that song was big before Iris. Like that was their like that was their big break, and up till like 98, they were like a one hit wonder, um, and nobody knew if the Goo Goo Dolls would really break. Out again yeah uh, and Johnny has this whole fucking speech he does well at least he did it uh, when I went to SPAC back the last time we saw them and I was fucking like tears were coming out my eyes man like 
it was such a beautiful moment. He's like, so, you know, fucking stick to your dreams. Don't fucking give up. Like, and then they just start. <laughs> and like, just, you know. Now we're grown up orphans. I never knew their names. We don't belong to no one. That's a shame. Like, what a fucking amazing song. Been for a while, and I won't tell no one your name. I won't tell them your name. What's the song really even about? Um, just like, I don't know if you know, but like. I heard that song and I was like, because I can tell that they're trying to get something across, I'm like, I didn't really know what it was. Basically, you lose your innocence um, as a kid. Like, now we're grown up orphans who never knew their names. We don't belong to no one. That's a shame. You can hide beside me maybe for a while and I won't tell no one your name. Just like, I'm here. Um, but, like, we grew up way too fast. Now there's nothing to believe when reruns all become our history. A tired song keeps playing on a tired radio. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, just life fucking flashes in the blink of an eye. And that purity that we had as children is so far gone that, um, you know, it just... It's gone. Yeah. It, here is gone. Here is gone. But um, I just I fucking love it, man. And then that fucking end when it like crescendos and do 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 like that breakdown. And it's fucking like heavy. And then just I think about you all the time, and I don't need the same. It's lonely where you are. Come back down, and I won't tell them your name. Like I just fucking that's like the best part of the fucking song for me. Yeah. And that just ends, and I, I love it. But um, let's get let's get to the, the let's body. let's get to the number one where I know that we both get to ooze over it. <clears throat> oh yeah, the consensus number one song of Goo Goo Dolls ever is Black Balloon. That is correct. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, Black Balloon is just. Um, the best of the best as far as guitars like that melody is so fucking creepy and like there's and that distortion. early morning type of feel like it's not the same as that song that um that vietnam song that goes like there's something happening here but it's like a similar vibe with like the just something about it's similar um, it feels like it's very early morning, like sun isn't even up yet. You're just, you're driving on your way to your work fucking an hour and a half away or some bullshit. Like, um, I know the subject matter is more of like dealing with an addiction, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but like the song itself hooks great. Verses are great, and it doesn't even and like I like that it doesn't give you the satisfaction of the hook right away. It gives you a verse, and then it gives you like the little instrumental stuff. It goes back into another verse, and then it gives you the hook. I'm like, I like that. Yeah, it, it's a build up song, dude, and like even from the first fucking line, 
Babe's black balloon makes her fly. I almost fell into that hole in your life. You're not thinking about tomorrow. Cause you were the same mm-hmm. as me. But on your knees. And like, just, it's so fucking good. Coming down, down the world turned over. Angels fall without you there. And I go on and get colder. Like you someone's breath. It's so good. And speaking of which, fucking say black balloons more than once. I know. <laughs> uh, that's just that's that's a minor gripe. That song that that song is good enough that I'm okay with. I mean Iris too, but like, fucking name the song something that I'm gonna know. <laughs> um, and it's funny because Brendan hates that one part right where it's like, and there's no time left for losing. When he stand there falling. Like, Donna. Really? Right before it goes back into the verse? He doesn't, he doesn't like that? He doesn't like where it's like, doo, 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 doo. You have to keep that guy off the podcast. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he just, he hates it. Because he's like, because it eases you into that false sense of security where it's like, oh, now it's like chill it's, and relaxed. It's the, and then, and all of a sudden, <laughs> what? And he's not into that at all? I think it scared him the first time he heard it, and oh. he just, like, fucking <laughs> he has PTSD for it now. I mean, yeah. I feel like he'd be here saying, whoa, buddy, whoa. <laughs> whoa, buddy, whoa. <laughs> like, like, I still love that song. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, and he does. He, he just does like that, that one song. part. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess I can kind of get the abruptness of it, but... Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah. yeah. No, that's like fucking sick. Bro. And then, you know, just, there's no time left for losing when you stand there falling. And right at the end, you know, they're fucking building and building. And, and I'll become what you became to me. And like, just, oh man. It's such a good end. God damn, dude. That fucking, yeah. it, it's just perfect. That That little riff is just the best. I'm glad that, like, when it comes down to the big ones, like, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. How could it be anything else? Yeah. Like, I gotta admit, you're a big influence for that, because I had heard that song a little bit, but it really grew on me, like, hearing you play it, and then it's like, I listened to it, and I'm like, okay, I see why he likes this song so much. Like, this is really good, and yeah. It was it was pretty much the easy pick. Like it's so it's such a good listen every time through. It doesn't feel like a long song, which it even like it's, it's like three it's, and a half minutes maybe. I'm is it is it that short? It I see, the thing like, is is like the thing is, is I feel like it's a longer song, but that's what I like about it. I like that it's a longer song, which is something that not a lot of songs can do because most it's like okay, we're two and a half minutes in. When's it ending? <laughs> right. Shit. How long is Black Balloon? It's uh four. Okay, I guess it's just over four minutes. Fuck. But it, like you're saying, it does. It feels like a. Lo- it feels like it's a longer song, but. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, cause it's such a like it's my favorite Goo Doll song. I am going to admit this. I would go to work 
and I would purposefully go to my phone's playlist and I would start the playlist on Black Balloon for like literally two months in a row. Yeah. Every fucking Listen day. Listen every just, day. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Which is a like, good start to the day. You know, I must sound like a fucking lunatic, but yeah. I even did a class project in English my senior year um, where we did music analysis on Black Balloon. And I was like, yo... Y'all, I know y'all love Iris, but you gotta check out this underground shit. This is Black Balloon, man. How close to the top of your favorite songs ever do you think that Black Balloons is? <sighs> Fuck. Top five, easy. You, really? All time, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it, I couldn't say for sure that it's up there that high with mine, but like. It, it's some combination of All I Want by Toad the Wet Sprocket, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel, Head Over Heels by Tears for Fears, and Black Balloon by the yeah. Girls. A easily fucking, you know. It's, yeah, it's like such a, like, not dreamy as in like a pleasant dreamy, but like something about it, it's very nocturnal, like just barely waking up, like, I mean, even it's talking about like, and the music videos in Black Balloon. Coming and white down, this, the world turns over, like, something about it. But, um, it's a great song. Yeah, just what a beautiful, hauntingly beautiful song. Can we get a whoa, buddy, whoa on a, on on the criticism of the where it, it slows down? Oh, why? Uh, we got a guest here, three fifteen a.m. Brendan popping in. That's how it goes here. Uh, you know what? You know what Brendan's favorite Goo Goo Doll song is? It's also Black Balloon. Is it? It is. Yeah. Even you know, though there's the abrupt. Even though the song commits the absolute no-no of going completely silent followed by the loudest noise possible, <laughs> it's still, it still is that good. That's how much it's I like it. It's a great song. Man, we have like, we have like a 19, we have, an, we have a deer run drive fucking consensus of Black, Black Balloon being the best song by the Goo Dolls. Sherman yeah. probably loves it too. Probably. Yeah, you better fucking, because we're not going back on this. Sure, let's <laughs> see guys. Another guest. <laughs> yeah, dude, so I'm, I'm glad that we all are in agreement. Um, right, and, and no one has to get killed. Yeah, no, <laughs> and I want to hear what all you Greg heads out there. Uh, shout out to the Greg heads. We love you. We miss you. Thank you so much. And if anybody um, just discovered our show, you know, because they like the Goo Goo Dolls, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, check out some other great episodes. We got sixty fucking episodes on block. Like, dude, my kids when they get old enough to listen to this shit, like they're gonna have so much entertainment. No, I'm they're gonna have it. hours and hours of it. Cause I wish I had this shit when I was a kid. I wish I had random podcasts of me talking. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> like, I don't know. I just I love it. Uh, and thank you for coming on because the Goo Dolls are my second. Favorite I took band. a big block out of my schedule. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, I well, it's so funny because, like, I would hear you in your room and you'd be, like, fucking blasting the Goo Goo Dolls. I'd be like, he's really getting into the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> well, you know what? Hearing me through the walls has never been so, has never been made me so happy. Because <laughs> sometimes it's some real angry shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it, it is what it is, but I'm just, I'm so happy uh, that we were able to record this. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this one. This was a lot more drawn out than the the, the Killers, even Coldplay. I guess I knew Coldplay beforehand, but Killers was killing me. Um, Goo Goo Dolls was Goo Gooing me. And, yeah. Coldplay made you fall asleep. Yeah, Coldplay made me fall asleep. 
but this one was uh, this one's got the Goo Goo Dolls as my top band of 2021 so far. Probably gonna continue that train. Uh, probably keep listening to that to that shit. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm glad that you know the Goo Goo Dolls has touched so many people. Um, and before we uh, end the show, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah, uh, could you pause it? I'm going to go take a shit. All right, sounds good. Uh, guys, check us out. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that good shit, Instagram. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. Seacrest out. <laughs>